Lila Foster knew moving home was the right decision. However, nearly six weeks after the big move, she still had to remind herself daily exactly why moving had been such a great idea. Otherwise, she would have already dived off the cliff of sanity and hit the stark raving mad ocean below. So far, she had only had to remind herself she was living with her parents again by choice and not by force, a grand total of three times. One of those was when she had discovered Mom had done her laundry, again, after repeatedly being asked not to, and had shrunk another handful of her panties. Pretty soon, she'd need to buy new underwear, or start running around with a bare ass. She couldn't really afford either option. A second reminder was needed when she caught Dad sneaking her son Quinn cookies for breakfast, instead of the perfectly fine oatmeal and fruit salad she'd gotten up early to cook for the whole family. The last, but not least, needed reminder came when she had dropped her son off at the high school and gotten a terse, whatever, in response to her, have a good day. Not that her son's attitude had anything to do with her folks. Despite her hopes, Quinn's attitude hadn't gotten any better since the move. If anything, he'd become even more withdrawn. She knew fourteen was a rough age, full of angst and drama, but she didn't remember the anger. Quinn was pissed off all the time, for seemingly no reason, and she didn't know how to change it. Every attempt to cheer him up was met with scorn and rejection. She had truly believed getting him away from the crowd of juvenile delinquents he'd been hanging out with back in the city would make a difference. So far, the only silver lining she could pinpoint was his lack of access to the booze and pot he had been busted with over the summer. However, just because she had yet to see an improvement didn't mean she was giving up. If Quinn's happiness and welfare depended on her digging deep to scrounge up every least shred of hope she could find, then she would dig a damn hole to China. She wasn't giving up on her baby. She was going to love that child until he had no choice but to start loving himself. Lila pulled into her parents' driveway, killed the engine, and jumped out of the car before the radio had even shut off. She had an hour to shower change and get her butt to work. She'd been lucky to land a nursing job at the hospital almost right away, and enjoyed her work, if not the hours in which she did it. Swing shift sucked, but it was the price she had to pay to get her foot in the door. All she had to do was bide her time and wait until something on a more stable shift opened up. In the meantime, she would make do. She'd gotten by on a hell of a lot less than she had now. She hurried through the living room, waved to her dad on the couch, and continued on down the hallway beyond to the smallest room in the house, which she had claimed for her own. At one time, her dad had used the space as his home office. Since he retired, the room had been collecting dust. Although it was barely large enough for the full-size bed and dresser she'd stuffed inside, there was enough room for the bare essentials, which was all she had ever need. It wasn't as if she'd ever be using the space to entertain. That part of her life was permanently on hold. While she had claimed the cramped downstairs bedroom, Quinn had taken her old room upstairs. 
He needed the extra space more than she did. She rifled through her closet, pulled out bright pink scrubs, and set them on the foot of the bed while she dug through the top dresser drawer for undergarments. With a fresh bra and panty set in hand, she darted across the hall to the one and only bathroom on the first floor to shower. Twenty minutes later, she stepped out of the bathtub to discover she had left her clothes on the foot of her bed. Typical. The bigger the rush, the more scattered her memory tended to be. She pulled on her bra and panties, spent an eternity blow-drying her long, thick hair, and then applied just enough makeup to keep her from looking like an extra on The Walking Dead. Satisfied with her appearance, she yanked open the door and found herself face to face with the biggest damn man she'd ever seen in her life.